Welcome back, talking fight fans from across the globe. Here's another episode of Boxing News Today. Chris, our friends at Boxing247.com. And uh, here we go with some uh, juicy, juicy headlines. Uh, it's less than 24 hours uh, after Bob Yalen uh, steps down as the CEO of MTK Global uh, for personal reasons, I might add. And uh, despite his opening statement relating some to the effect of I'm incredibly proud of the success of MTK Global, yada, yada, yada. However, the pressure of the last few weeks has been particularly intense. I need to consider the impact on myself and my family. So after four years leading MTK, I think it's time for me to step aside and take on new challenges. I therefore offered him a job at Talking Fight this morning. All right, we'll see what happens. Because, as I said, 24, less than 24 hours later, MTK Global announces closure in wake of Daniel Kinahan allegations, which uh, I went through in great detail following the lawsuit and the U.S. Treasury Department's announcement last week. Uh, the company made their statement at the same time Tyson Fury and Dillian White were addressing the media before their world title fight, which happens in a few days' time, and I'll report on that in a second. Boxing management company MTK Global will cease to operate in light of the U.S. government sanctions on founder Daniel Kinahan. Kinahan was last week named as being the head of the Irish Kinahan crime gang and hit with worldwide financial sanctions by the United States government, who have offered a $5 million reward, that's U.S. dollars, reward for information on the group leading to the arrest and conviction of its leaders. Kinahan was always denied any wrongdoing, is alleged to be one of the leaders of a cartel the U.S. authorities accuse of smuggling drugs, money laundering, and bringing violence to the most vulnerable in society. And in a statement released during Tyson Fury's press conference with Dillian White, MTK Global said, as a business, we have faced unprecedented levels of unfair scrutiny and criticism since the sanctioning by the U.S. government of Daniel Joseph Kinahan. It's a matter of public record that Mr. Kinahan's involvement in MTK uh, ceased in 2017, and despite repeated reassurances in this regard, unfounded allegations about his ongoing association with us and our fighters persist. Since leading promoters have now informed us that they will be severing all ties with MTK and will no longer work with our fighters, we have taken the, the difficult decision to cease operations at the end of the month. MTK prospered because we always put the long-term interests of our fighters at heart of what we do. Our priority in the weeks ahead will be to ensure that our world-class boxers are supported to find new partnerships as swiftly as possible. And in that regard, uh, Talking Fight is starting up a management company. All right, moving along. Uh, in the wake of uh, this announcement, uh, we have a very upset uh, boxer who is just, to quote uh, the son over in England, axed. Fuck boxing. Tyson Fury undercard against Dylan White takes huge blow with Anto Cassese axed from card just hours before fight. Featherweight boxer Anthony Cassese has confirmed he will no longer be fighting on the Tyson Fury versus Dillian White undercard. The 33-year-old had been scheduled to take on Colombian Jonathan Romero, but in a blow to the Tyson Fury, Dillian White undercard, the 19-1 fighter will no longer step foot into the ring despite three months of training away from his family, which has upset him greatly. 
In fact, he vented on, uh, on Twitter after being cut from the event, blasting the decision as a fucking kick in the teeth. He said, actually, I can't believe I'm writing the status, been away from my children, my home for three months, only to be told that I'll not be fighting on the show. What an absolute fucking kick in the teeth. Boxing's broke me many times, but this time I just feel shattered. Fuck boxing. Kachichi's scheduled fight against former IBF world champ Romero was for the vacant WBO international title. And he added, Romero couldn't get a visa two weeks ago. A few guys were offered a fight and accepted. For some reason, the fight never went ahead. On it goes. Elsewhere, we see that uh, Tyson Fury and uh, Dillian White are both uh, now speaking. As you might recall, Dillian White didn't show up at the earlier press conference. He didn't show up at the media workout. But uh, earlier today, uh, being Wednesday, he did show up uh, and took the stage with White to, to address uh, some of the questions from the media. Uh, and nothing too spectacular here. Uh, a lot of nicey-nicey. He's, uh, he's, definitely a, he's definitely a man who deserves a lot of respect and everything I've been able to do in this camp. I've done, said Tyson Fury. He'll be fighting the best Tyson Fury. I'm injury-free, and he's fighting the best version of me. Uh, Fury spoke about the sparring sessions uh, from a decade ago that both he and Dillian White enjoyed, but said not much could be taken from them. Sparring is sparring, he said, adding that they went out for food and drink together, but making it known they're different men and different fighters today, 10 years on. Uh, take, uh, talking about the odds in his favor, Fury added, I'm not on my A game. If, sorry, if I'm not on my A game, he's going to knock my head off. White added, I believe in myself and victory by any means necessary. I'll do that. Promoter Frank Warren said, it's going to be a war. Don't miss it. It's going to be a classic. And uh, following uh, these words between these uh, two fighters, uh, there was a, quote, minor altercation on the stage between John Fury, go figure, and members of White's camp, but it didn't amount to anything. The pair had previously contested the controversial split draw in 2018, uh, which uh, saw, they're now talking about uh, Tyson Fury uh, and uh, Deontay Wilder, uh, retain the title before losing it to Fury via stoppage in their first rematch. White who's 28-2 with 19 knockouts. Meanwhile, last box in March 2021, knocking out Alexander Povetkin to avenge his stoppage loss to the Russian. So that's going to be a big fight. It's uh, sold out. There's 94,000 people going to be in attendance. Uh, the Brits are all over this. And speaking of the Brits, uh, the WBC union belt, union belt was unveiled in the United Kingdom today for the Fury versus White winner. Uh it uh, looks white. All right. The WBC created the unique and splendid union belt to be presented to the victor of the highly anticipated titanic clash between WBC heavyweight champ Tyson Fury and interim division champ Dillian White. The union belt, which highlights special elements to celebrate and commemorate, commemorate Great Britain through boxing, is already in blighty on English soil, visiting emblematic London in hell for leather fashion this week during the final countdown to the highly anticipated Fury versus White fight. Tyson Fury, who has a record of 31 wins and 22 knockouts and one draw, was in action last October when he knocked out Deontay Wilder in the 11th round of his trilogy to retain his WBC heavyweight title in front of 15,000 fans at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Dillian White, with a record of 28 wins, 19 knockouts, and two losses, last fought in May 2021 when he knocked out, as I said earlier, Alexander Povetkin 
in the fourth round to gain vindication and regain the interim WBC heavyweight belt at the Europa, Europa Point Sports Complex in Gibraltar. Fury versus White is presented by Queensway Promotions and Top Rank this Saturday, April 23rd at Wembley Stadium in London, England. One will buckle under the intense pressure. Accordingly, the other will waste no time in wearing this magnificent belt. Holy. Um, all right. Now, a little bit more about uh, the announcements that were made today over in Wembley. Today was the official day, one of the media commitments with the lead up to the record-breaking fight in front of 94,000 fans at Wembley. And as was the case for the kickoff press conferences, once again, a no-show from heavyweight challenger Dillian White. But tomorrow, which would be today, uh, being the final main event press conference, once again, to be covered live uh, by various media outlets, including boxing247.com. And the question yesterday was, will White turn up? And the answer is, yes, he did. Um, only tomorrow will give us the answer. Uh, but with the main concern being for the weigh-in on Friday and naturally the actual bout itself on Saturday. Let's hope there's no more disappointment ahead of us. <laughs> Could they ever have anticipated the NTK Global announcement? Wow. Says Tyson Fury, I wonder who's going to get knocked out first. It ain't going to be me, I'll tell you that. There's a buzz about everything and we're ready to go, said Frank Warren. We've got a European record crowd coming and I'm delighted. Uh, it's for Tyson because he deserves it. He's never defended his world title in the UK, and the fans are coming out for him. It shows the love they have got. White will make his first fight week appearance at tomorrow, which is today's final press conference, and the Hall of Fame will predict some typical knockout rhetoric when, when the talking begins. It's going to be the usual sort of thing. I'm sure Dylan will throw some insults, as normally happens, and Tyson will just bat it off. It will be what it's going to be, but the most important thing is what happens when they step into the ring. That's when it counts. Uh, when they are looking into each other's eyes tomorrow, which is today, they'll be looking into each other's souls, and Tyson is a very, very confident person. Dillian is well, uh, sorry, D Dillian is as well, and very brave. I had a brief conversation with Dillian about a week ago, and we're all uh, back on and ready to go. Tyson seems very at ease and very relaxed. He obviously knows the task is in front of him, and he said to me, this is the best he's ever felt, which means we'll be getting something very special on Saturday night. Let's move on to some other fighters, uh, female fighters. Kirsty Bavington is going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Timia Bellick uh, at the Hangar Events venue in Wolverhampton, England on May 6th. Kirsty Bavington is pulling out all the stops to ensure that she gets her hands on the European welterweight title. Her battle for the belt headlines BCB Promotions show in Wolverhampton at the Hangar's Events venue uh, on Friday night of May 6th. Bavo co-challenges for the vacant crown with Hungary's Timia Bellic, a former national and world title contender who, pos who possesses a pro record of five wins and four losses. Babington has also engaged in nine pro battles with five victories, two knockouts, two technical knockouts, two defeats, and a couple of draws on her ledger, having turned over in 2018. She is a physical education teacher at Beacon Hill Academy in Sedgley, a keen footballer, having played for the Wolves, West Bromwich Albion, Kinderminster, Harriers, and even Crystal Palace. Wow. The 29-year-old from Wolverhampton has hung up her boots to concentrate on boxing and has rebounded from setbacks with uh, both titles on the line. She could only draw on her debut with uh, Borislava Gorknova, but bounced back with a point success against Elaine Vinan and second-round knockout over Katrina Vestica. A first title shot came next, but Babington was widely appointed by Cheryl Brown, 
for the WBC International Bubble, which sent her back to the drawing board. She scored another TKO in her return in two against Monica Antonek, but was then involved in another stalemate when her and Vida Masiokaite could not be parted. The pandemic led to almost 18 months out of action with badminton come off her second best after tackling former amateur star Sandy Ryan, who eased uh, to a six point, six round points whitewash. Again, she came back fighting and beat debutante Becky Ferguson on points before lacing on the gloves again, all 15 years later. In her most impressive result today, Babington took the O away from April Hunter last time out after stepping in on short notice. The chance has now come to claim European glory after previous champion Oshin Deryu relinquished those honors without making a defense. Said Babington, I've been managed for a few months and it's been a long wait. The title eventually became vacant and we picked the opponent that's coming over. It doesn't matter to me who gets in the ring on the night. The relics are in my hands. There's nothing going to stop me. I want to be the girl to get done and dusted. Fair enough. Let's wait and see what the, the results will be. Speaking of uh, fights in foreign lands, here's one. Uh, love these stories that come out of Ghana, Africa, having spent a few months there, but not having visited the Accra Sports Centre, which is where Mickey Bay and Tevin Farmer will tackle each other. It's official. Former world champions, Mickey Bay, who's 23-3-1, and and Tevin Farmer, who's 35-1, and will square off in a historic fight on May 21st, 2022, from the Accra Sports Centre in Ghana, Africa. Bay versus Farmer. A 10-round lightweight bout will air live on pay-per-view, available at Farmer versus Bay pay-per-view.com. I'm excited. I'm excited this bout came together. It was a lot of hard work for both Tevin and myself, and we're bringing world-class boxing to Africa, said Bay, who is making his return to the ring after a two-and-a-half-year hiatus. This will be a global event that features elite fighters battling a huge sporting venue that promises to provide an amazing atmosphere. Tevin is one of the best fighters I could face, and when other fights fell out for him, I jumped at the chance to fight him. This is a big fight for both of us at this stage of our careers, and I know what I need to do to make the most of this opportunity, said Farmer. I want to show the world the type of warrior I still am and that I have a lot of fight left in me. This is going to be a tough fight, but I will come out on top. Bay's last fight, by the way, was against current undisputed lightweight world champion George Camposas Jr., who's 20-0. Uh, with 10 knockouts, a split decision loss that took place at Madison Square Garden in New York City, uh, December 2019. A lot of people felt Bay won that fight. Bay feels revived after a long layoff and promised to be in tremendous shape going into the Farmer fight. This is my chance to show everyone that I'm one of the best fighters in the world, continued Bay, who trains out of Las Vegas. I would love to get my rematch with Camposas Jr. one day, and putting on a great performance against Tevin Farmer lays the groundwork for me to be able to get that fight in the future. I've been training hard, and I'll be the best shape of my career. Fantastic stuff. Farmer, who in his last fight lost a close unanimous decision to Joseph Diaz, who's 32-2-1, uh, back in January 2020, believes he can make another run towards a world title with a victory against Bay. A win against Mickey Bay will put me right back in the mix to fight for a world title at lightweight, he said. Everything is riding on this bout, and I can't wait to get in the ring and do what I do best, and that's fight. We've both got our backs against the wall. This makes for a great night of boxing, and I assure you, this will be a war. Woo-wee, there we go. Wars all over the place, not just Ukraine. All right, thank you very much for joining me here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. I'll see you later on this afternoon at 4 p.m. when I join Mike Gorn, Cedric Ben for Knuckle Up. Until then, have a good time, and uh, 
Remember to hit that uh, like, share, subscribe button, notification bell, so you're notified when we're coming up next. All right, we'll see you then. Bye.